0: the Next Level Loan Officers podcast. To learn more about Next
1: Level Loan Officers, go to becomenl.com. Hey, this is Fraser with Lead Pops and Next Level, and I'm proud to present this episode of the Next Level Loan Officers podcast. Lead Pops is the industry's only future-proof growth solution. You can check us out at leadpops.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome to our Next Level Loan Officers podcast, the number one podcast for loan officers by loan officers, anywhere you can find a podcast. Today, I am joined by Nikki Beckham. Nikki, how are you today?
0: I'm doing great out here in East Texas.
1: Out here in East <laughs> Texas. Uh, that's that's close to the land where uh, Kenneth Travis lives. Absolutely. It is. So, friends, I'm Sean Zalmanoff. I don't know if I've announced myself or who I am this morning, but in case I didn't, I'm going to tell you again. Uh, So, Nikki uh, has done a lot of really awesome things in her career. Uh, Number four in her company last year, opened a branch, uh, created this really amazing spreadsheet, off of some things that that she did in Power 90, and you're just all around... uh, Badass. Uh, and so I want to share some of that story with our, our friends, Nikki. So you were uh, you've been in the industry for 20 years uh, and but you, you were kind of doing a little bit of processing, a little bit of loan officering mm-hmm. and, and not anymore. So tell us a little bit about your story and journey.
0: So um, for a couple of years, I've been talking to KT just you know, on and off about, you know, what he was doing out here and we would collaborate on just ideas and and thoughts and just have conversations, but it never came to a point where we actually worked together yet. Um, He actually was the one that opened my eyes to seeing that I was fully capable and able to actually open up my own branch because I had the operations experience and I had sales experience and putting all that together, you could definitely do a whole lot with it. So um I vetted out a couple of companies um, and ended up opening up my branch. I think the official date was December of 2021. Um, so i I went from an operations side directly into a branch manager, producing branch manager side. Um, and from there, my first full year in this business as a branch manager have uh, the fourth spot as far as units in the company go now so brag how many it, units is that it's only 82 units but um i mean it was a pretty big deal for me coming from somewhere that i wasn't really originating at all opening up a branch in my first year busting out 80 82
1: units so so that, that's not just 82 units That that's 82 units in 2022 correct. Uh, that the, that, that one is One of the
0: hardest years possible,
1: right? That That is when refis vanish. That is with not having all of those relationships. That is with building from the ground up. You know, there's a lot of loan officers listening right now. Uh, they might have 20 years experience. They might have four years of experience who had some uh, amazing years in 2021 that wish they did 82 units
0: it was, last year. I think I only had one refinance all year last year.
1: And it so closed pretty... in January.
0: Yes, it did. <laughs> <laughs> the rest of it was all purchase business, strictly from referral partners. Uh, relationships so, Did you have a lot
1: building. of people who knew you before or did you go see all those seeds?
0: I mean, I did know a lot of people. Um, I had one pretty solid friendship with... Um, A girl who started real estate out here was a relationship that I had created before I decided to be a loan officer. Um, But other than that, most of it is what what came out of the Power 90 and the boot camp or training camp that you guys have on the website, the videos, and how to build relationships in your ATMs and making sure that you're getting out there and getting in front of people. Those things, um, opportunities, uh, thank you cards everything that's on basically the 30 day success tab of the spreadsheet that I put together.
1: That's funny. So I I just uh, wrote my two thank you cards for the day. Literally it was Mm -hmm. like finishing up and handing them to the front desk so they could put stamps on them before I got on this call. It's like, I love doing two handwritten notes every day. try to do them relatively early from when I get in the office just to start my day with gratitude and give some people some thanks because of the mindset that it, that it puts me in for the day. Uh, so you mentioned power 90, Uh, Mm -hmm. what for those people who are not part of next level, uh, what is it from your perspective?
0: So basically, um, I took power 90 and I, I put it on steroids a little bit this year. (laughs) So I took all the downloadable documents that you guys had available um, when you go through the training courses on the web- website that you guys have created. None of it was really editable, the 80-20 stuff, all that. And I kind of combined it all into this spreadsheet so that I could not only do the Power 90, which is essentially you know, picking out your three ATMs that you're going to complete, you can either do it on a weekly or a daily basis, or, you know, for that quarter that you're really going to focus on and putting aside time to really, if it's content creation, you know, set aside time to be doing that, which is one of my ATMs because content creation is what kind of put to the side. I don't really like to be on video, enough, Um, but I'm trying to do better at that this year. Um, So that was one of my ATMs. Um, making sure I'm getting out and still doing coffee and lunch with people, building those relationships and friendships and not necessarily talking about business, but um, just building a relationship where somebody wants to pick up the phone and call you because you guys have built that friendship already. Um, I think that there's a lot in power 90 that goes along with that, but you know, the opportunity alerts and things like that, you just have to build relationships with people. The more the I think you guys say the LO with the most friends makes the most money.
1: Yeah. We'll even give him some credit. Uh, KT. I mean, he says that all the yeah. time. We, we've we all adopted it, but yeah. I mean, it's all about building relationships. I mean, you know, we, we kid around with, with Kenneth about being, you know, the mayor of Gilmer, Texas, but like, mm-hmm. I've been there with him everywhere you go. It's, you know, people know KT they're saying hi. Like he knows everybody I mean, you're pulling down the window on the road. Hey man, what's up? Like, Mm-hmm. everybody knows him. I, he probably is more popular than the mayor if he wanted to run uh, for <laughs> political office there. And so, yeah, it, it's, it's definitely true. And social media, uh, the videos, the things that you're talking about, the content that you're recording and putting out and doing, you know, it's a great starting point, but there's a lot of loan officers, a lot of loan officers probably listening right now. It's an, you've got to have the relationships like there is some loan officers who are, who have a lot of video content and, and they're making good money with it because of it. But there's more loan officers who have even more video content who uh, aren't closing anything because they don't have the relationships. They're not taking the online offline. They haven't built the base of that sales business, but man, it, It can really be accelerant to what we do when, uh, when it's working for us.
0: The key is really taking the online offline, right? Um, I actually talked to another company the other day about a product that they were offering and I was like, that's great. This is all online, but how do you take it online offline? Like what, how, how does that happen? Because if you can't convert that, then you don't really have anything you're working with anyways. So, um, that's key for sure is making sure that you're not just commenting and posting, but that you're taking that and you're getting you know, personal with it. And then you're getting in front of them. There's not a whole lot of people that are still spending money on lunches and, and coffee appointments right now, just because of how the market is. But if you're front of mind for these people, even if you do have a relationship with them, you still want to be front top of mind. The first person they think of a long time ago, somebody told me and I don't even remember who it was at this point. But they tell me that when you go into the mortgage industry as a sales professional, you want to make sure that everybody in your circle and everybody that knows anything about you, when they think your name, they associate it directly with mortgages. Because that's how you really build online a social network is making sure that everything that they think of, they think they know, okay, this is the person that does that. Now, it doesn't have to be all on your personal page. It doesn't have to be all about mortgages, but you do want to make sure that everybody in your community and in your circle knows that that's what you specialize in and that you're, you have expertise in it and not just experience.
1: Yeah. You know that, that you're the expert that you provide value. Not that you're the person that every time they meet somewhere is like, Hey, Nikki, uh, you know, I'm licensed in Texas, you know, anybody who needs to buy a house. And so it's like, every time they see you, it's like, Oh no, I'm running. I'm hiding. Right. I, I, I don't <laughs> want to talk to them because right. all they're going to do is ask me about business. So you, you, you've got to do that in that cool way of, of providing value and making yourself memorable in a in a very very nice way. So the the power ninety. So you took what we do. So it's for for those of you who uh, who don't know about it. So we believe in living inside of a ninety day season, and and the reason is because. I think year goals, um, well, let's just face it. Oftentimes somebody does it in November of the previous year and the following October, they pull it out and they're like, holy crap, I actually got some of this stuff done on here. Uh, the other thing too that I've found in, in my 21 years in doing this now is uh, people often, always, not always, often greatly overestimate what they can get done in one year and greatly underestimate what they can get done in five. And so by breaking things down into a 90-day season, you, you basically make your year goals, make your 10-year, make your 100-year goals, but then break that down into increments that you can actually take action on. You, you jump all in for 90 days. If you feel something along the way that of your goal is something you set out that's not working for you, your ATMs, actions that matter, that you put in place to go through if one of them doesn't work then, then you have time to course correct instead of all of a sudden being like man i'm committed to this thing for a year now you're just committed for 90 days and mm-hmm. you do the habits until um they become part of you now some of them may be very fruitful like a coffee appointment and um that is uh you'll do that from quarter to quarter to quarter but uh, it's it's always an ATM because it's on your calendar and it, it mm-hmm. takes a lot of time. Um, for somebody who's doing video, for instance, like when I was first doing video, it was it was an ATM because it took so long to get my mic set up and my camera, and I recorded fifteen times with everything, which is a terrible idea, but we all do it. So you know, I'll just admit to it as well too. And, and now with, with the videos I record. Very rarely is it more than one take. Um, you know, I was just showing uh, Nikki uh, before this, like I literally have an, a tape of mic inside of my shirt in the morning. So uh, I'm good to go for the day so I can record content and get things done quickly. And so it's something that I do, but it's just a part of me now. So when I like I record something quick, it doesn't take very much time. And so that allows me in my next season to add other ATMs to that list of those things that I can adopt quickly and uh, knock out quickly become part of what I do.
0: Right. And I think it's a key to track it too, because, I mean, I did a lot of the ATMs and I would start off and I would, I would, I would start the power 90, like writing it all down in the book, but then I would find I didn't have the book or I didn't, you know, so I, that's what created this was so that I can track it. And now that I am tracking it, it's, it gives you more momentum when you see that there is actually production And you may not get them qualified or you may not get them under contract because they're still looking for a house. But there is production here and it's an easier way to follow back up with that and make sure that you're staying on top of that with the buyers and, and the clients. But not just that, but a lot of people miss out on the sell side of the transaction. So if you're not talking to the listing agents on the transactions that you have, you're missing out on a huge opportunity there to build a relationship with those people that are already seeing how great of a job that you're doing with this transaction. So you're not just show you're not just going out to coffee and saying, "Hey, we have a great amazing five-star customer experience." You know, take my word for it. They're actually seeing it firsthand. So those people are a little less cold call type people that you can build a relationship with throughout the loan process as well. So if you're tracking that, there's also trackers that you can track, you know, did I, did I add them on Facebook? Did I send them a thank you card? You know, the things that you guys recommend, if you're not tracking that, then you're missing out on that portion of the business as
1: well. And I'm just gonna say, if you're not calling listing agents on your transaction at least three times through throughout the process, but really every week you're dumb. Like you are missing out on a gold mine, of opportunity, you know, something that a lot of us offer is $5,000 guarantee. So I'm calling agents and, and introducing that at the beginning, but then I'm talking to them every week. Hey, here's where we at. We ordered the appraisal. Make sure like, first of all, are we good with the appraisal? Like, is there anything going on in the property that I need to know about? Like that's getting fixed or repaired or that could cause an issue. You know, I let them know when the appraisal is in, I'm talking to them throughout the process because I know that if I call them three times, but if really, if I call them five times, but, but if even just three times, I will call them more than their loan officer does anytime during the course of a transaction. And they absolutely love you for it. Nikki, I, I just, you've mentioned it. Uh, the one word so many times throughout this or I've picked up on it so many times throughout uh, <laughs> our conversation no it's a good word tracking yeah. and uh, it, it's so important I use it daily but what does it do for you you, you kind of said it uh, but, but what mentally what it builds
0: mentally it builds you up you you can see the results even though you're not seeing the results right now um, because you know and I I come, you know, you're filling the pipeline right in this 90 day phase, but you're not really seeing the results until the end of the 90 days. So while you're doing it, it's nice to know that there is production there, even though there's not a contract or a closed loan. There's a loan application, there's a pre qualified client looking for houses, there's then there's how many contracts did you receive, and you're really tracking this out to a level where it builds momentum and it, it builds your confidence as you're doing it so that you're not just out there going, Oh my gosh, I don't have anything going on. You do. It's just not the season for it to be productive yet because you've just planted the seed. Essentially. Um, I had no idea. I have taken 31 loan applications since January 1st. It's crazy to me because that's a lot of loan applications in January.
1: Um, that's a lot of loan applications. We're halfway through January as of recording this podcast right here too.
0: Right. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah, the eight, yeah, eighteenth or so, so I mean twenty four of those are pre-approvals, and I can look at this thing and tell you exactly what I have going on um just instantly. so it's nice to be able to track and to be able to build momentum and to be able to build your confidence level to to when you're going out and you're saying these things that you know are true, you have results to show that that is, is exactly what you're gonna perform at
1: the level hey, that you're you know when we, when we don't track like you go into work on Monday, you know, leave Friday and you you look back on your week and you're like, man, I was really busy, but you don't Mm -hmm. really know what you did. And and you don't know where the fruits of that. Maybe you got eight contracts that week. And so you're like, you're feeling really good, but maybe you got none, but you took 12 apps. You had five appointments with realtors, whether they were virtual or not, you know, you had three or four contracts that you were working. So you called the listing agents and made some progress uh, with them. You're, you're holding a webinar. And so you invited people and you're tracking all this and you look back in your week and you're like, wow, maybe no new contracts to show for it, but gosh, I did a lot. And it gives right. so much more motivation from that Next week, uh, something that, that I do on the weekends, I call it, I go into base camp and I plan my week for uh, for the following week and putting my ETMs and when I'm going to be doing my income money-making activities on my calendar. And so that, uh, that provides a lot of motivation. Plus, I'm able to look at what I did the week before, mm-hmm. what worked really well, what do I need to do more of. And, you know, uh, Nikki, you may not know this about me, but, but I'm not perfect. And so, uh, there's often many a week that I don't get everything done that I told myself I was going to do, uh, because something else came up. And, and so that gives me an opportunity when I sit down in base camp to go and do those things again.
0: Well, I mean, I'm I think not. also it does, it, it's a positive thing, right? But also if you're not having production and you're not seeing any results of anything that you're doing, then you can look at what you're tracking and say, okay, well, here's where I need to improve. Maybe I need to focus on this. It's really hard to go in and just pick out some ATMs out of the blue. If you don't know, you know, what your strengths and weaknesses already are, like, what do you need to focus on? Have you been tracking it? Do you even know? So that's kind of why I think tracking it has been such an important part of my goals for this year. Uh, specifically, it's just making sure I can just look at it and instantly know, okay, well, I, I did not meet the bar here. I over-excelled here. So maybe I need to focus a little bit over here this week and,
1: you know, a little less on this
0: and you just got to kind of balance it out.
1: Yes. That's uh very, very wise words. You don't want to just get in and be like, Oh, Nikki's doing these ATMs. So I'm going to do these ATMs. Shane's doing, Kellen's doing these ATMs. I'm, gonna, I'm just going to do what they are doing. And, uh, Make it your own that way. So, hey friends, if you're listening and you want to find out what you need to accelerate your business to take it to the next level, jump onto nlstrategycall.com and get some time booked with um, one of our coaches, and we will help develop a plan to get you uh, get you to the next level, get you where you need to be. Uh, Nikki, any parting words? If somebody wants to find you, should they look you up, uh, on, on, Facebook? If there's a loan officer in East Texas, it's like, man, that's a woman I want to work with. Where, where would they find I am. You
0: I'm, I'm on Facebook. I do have a business page. I know that's not what we're supposed to do. That's um, <laughs> I, I like to keep it separate. Um, but I, I have a business page. Um, it's just Nikki, the Nikki Bickham team. Um, I also have a website, Nikki pretty available. I'm out there. You just search my name. Oh. <laughs> it's pretty easy. Or call Sean. He'll give you my information.
1: <laughs> we can, we can get it for you that way as well, too. Uh, Nikki, thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, friends, family, people who just found Next Level for the first time, thank you uh, for watching on YouTube, listening on Spotify, iTunes, or wherever you are. We appreciate you all. Peace out, friends. Thank you, everyone, for listening to this episode of the Next Level Loan Officers podcast. This is Frazier with Next Level, and I wanted to take this opportunity to invite you to extend this podcast experience by joining us all in the Next Level community. The Next Level community was built for loan officers like you who want to do these three things. Collaborate with other like-minded mortgage professionals, accelerate turning their experience into expertise, And for those who want to level up their business, you can learn more about the Next Level community by going to becomenl.com.